Welcome to another episode of Raising OKC Kids, Conversations with Metro Family in Oklahoma City. I'm Kirsten Holder, and today we are talking with Jared Prince, Recreation Program Coordinator at the City of Edmond Parks and Recreation Department. Welcome, Jared. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me on. So what a fun job you have, literally coming up with ideas for families to be creative, artistic, and active together. Have you always been interested in outdoor activities? Um, tell us a little bit about maybe what inspired your love of nature and art. Sure. Um, well, I mean, I'm, I'm an Edmond native. Um, I grew up here, grew up in the areas, grew up running through the woods here in the playgrounds and um, as well as out at Arcadia. And I grew up also as a Boy Scout. And so a lot of um, an Eagle Scout. So a lot of the stuff that um, we're doing here at the department, we're doing with recreation and trying to get, encourage people to do is stuff that I grew up doing, that I grew up doing with my brother, with my dad, uh, with my grandfather. So um, a lot of it is just stuff that I enjoy doing personally. And I really got into it because it's what I grew up doing. And it's a love of the areas that are here in Edmond, not just getting out and doing uh, more adventurous stuff with Boy Scouts and whatnot is really what it really ties to. And so I just found a way to be able to do that with my work life also. So uh, find a way to get people to realize that it's right in front of them um, is, is a passionate uh, part of what I do, so. And it sounds like a dream, just doing something you loved growing up and then being able to turn it into a career as well. Yeah, it's just kind of one of those, you, you know, have to find something to do as far as the work world goes outside of college. I, I went through college. Um, I swam in college and played football in college um, and did this type of stuff in the summers in between those seasons. Um, and so when you get back here, it was like I didn't want to work every day, but you can't, you have to. And so um, finding a way to tie those two things together um, is was what my ambition was. And so um, I love Edmond. Uh, I love the Oklahoma City Metro and the direction that everything's going. And so being able to be a part of that and people's experience here was an easy connection to make. And then it was, well, I got to work every day. I want to try and find something I enjoy doing. So uh, working the outdoor stuff into recreation is, is an obvious fit. So Absolutely. Well, and there's so many people that love being outdoors um, and probably Oklahoma is not one of the first places they think about. So I'm really excited to dive in and figure out what kind of programs are going to be best for our listeners and readers. Um, and through the challenges of 2020, our team at Metro Family has been working hard to help families and parents find safe, socially distant and fun things for families to do, to be inspired and engaged with each other. And I know I'm not the only one who is kind of mourning the loss of what I thought my kids would be experiencing right now through playtime, um, library classes, camps, all that kind of thing. Uh, but the recreation department at Edmond Parks has recently released their winter and spring programs and activities guide. And it really looks like what we all have been waiting for. Um, there are more than 250 classes for all ages of kids and adults. And there are options for in-person classes or even just grab bags and online tutorials for those of us who feel more comfortable learning from home. And all of them look really fun. So let's start with uh, learning a little bit more about park art. Um, this is specifically for the little ones is from what I understand. Can you tell us a little bit more about that um, activity? Sure, we've, we've had a traditional um, program called um, Art in the Park where we've met at pavilions and we've met in the parks and done 
and part themed uh, crafting ideas. And we were sticking with that, but just have flipped it because with the idea that everything's just kind of gotten flipped uh, in 2020, uh, park art is really um, art and crafting projects like uh, pinecone owls and Star Wars rocks and uh, just ideas of using nature and stuff that's around us to be able to integrate that. But the difference that we're throwing in with it with this year is we just want everybody to feel comfortable uh, with the version of still being able to be creative, still being able to use uh, that part of uh, their kids' minds as well as adults. So uh, the classes uh, do offer several different ways to participate, whether it be here at the Mac Center in Mitch Park, coming in and doing the classes in our art room. Uh, but if that occurs, you know, we've got the obvious, not obvious, but a lot of uh, more normal, um, if you will, uh, protocols as far as the precautions go to make people feel safe. So some of the classes are limited in the size of, we only let eight students per class come in and our room is uh, really large. And so we're able to be social distant with that. But um, we also have the grab bag option, like you you mentioned, that's really just so that you can still do the craft. and. Uh, a lot of what we've tried to be the idea behind is we're a place you can come make a mess and not in your living room, but part of 2020 has gotten people to start making messes in their living room and at home and finding stuff in their yards that they can start doing with. So uh, grabbing the supplies from us or watching our tutorials and all that stuff is uh, not an expensive course to take. In fact, most of it, a lot of it is free, but um, the online tutorials are also there for anybody to use. Uh, so when you sign up for one of those park art classes for like, We've got tomorrow, we've got a, a pine cone and owl class and people can pick up the parts and pieces to it. And then we'll send out a link to our YouTube channel that has uh, the actual projects. And like, that's a page anybody could go to and see the projects uh, in themselves. If you wanna go out in the park and find your own pine cones and googly eyeballs to stick on them. So, but that class is a new one for this spring. Um, just, it's a, a traditional class with art in the park, but really we just flipped it so you can start finding ways to do park art at home also. I love that. Yeah, and if there's one thing this year has taught us, it's uh, embrace the mess. It's a good thing. Sure. <laughs> I'm yeah. glad you guys are doing that too. Um, okay, one thing you said, I need to know more about this Star Wars class. Can you tell us where that idea came from and, and what's involved in that? Sure. Um, I mean, I think everybody on some level is a Star Wars fan. Um, I'm a Star Wars fan. I'm, I'm not an avid, I don't know everything about Star Wars at all. I don't read the books. I just watch the movies because I'm a movie fan. Um, and so really, I just like doing stuff that is all over the place. So if we can find different ways to work in pop culture or work in uh, fun interests like Chewbacca rocks or Yoda pebbles or whatever it can be. It's really just uh, a, the more ways that we can find a way to connect nature and creativity and art uh, into stuff that kids and families are already interested in. Uh, it's it's fun. It's a great idea as far as um, the creative creative part of it, but it also is a little bit of a trick of like, hey, look, we can still be creative. We can still do Star Wars and do nature and do all of it all in the same place and make a mess. So. Um, the idea really is uh, a cheap hook, but at the same time, it's, um, I love Star Wars. Why not paint rocks like uh, the characters that we love? So um, a lot of the ideas like that one come off of Pinterest for Pete's sake. So it's like everywhere else, just finding ways to connect with people and connect with their interests. 
Absolutely. And I think there are a lot of our listeners that love Star Wars. We've talked about Star Wars a couple of times on this podcast. And I think the Mandalorian coming out uh, this sure. year, you know, has just revitalized that. Who doesn't love a good baby Yoda? Anything related to baby Yoda. <laughs> so that is yeah. awesome. We will be partaking in that one. Awesome. So for the tweens and teens um, and their parents, the Outdoor Adventure Series looks so fun. This spring, you are hosting a workshop called Trail 13, which starts out in January with cold weather camping essentials class. Honestly, this would be a great gift, a birthday present or something for my uncle, for my husband who cannot get enough of those shows like Alone and Alaska Lost Frontier. Can you tell us a little bit more about that whole series? Um, what ages specifically are best for Trail 13 and how can we participate if we don't feel comfortable attending in person? Sure, uh, the Trail 13 series of workshops is really just our little bit level up from the Outdoor Adventure Series. Um, the Outdoor Adventure Series is a set of classes. It's really an introductory level uh, to those activities, trying to bridge the gap from uh, the complete novice to the person that is really avid and interested in those activities. And Trail 13 specifically is gonna cover some topics that are a little bit more in depth. You know, um, we'll do campground basics with the Outdoor Adventure Series. And that's really um, for the person that wants to start camping outside of their backyard or if they want to start uh, putting together um, you know their uh, set of campground gear that uh, is ideal for doing a simple trip just to Arcadia or whatever state park you want to go to um, but the cold weather camp out uh, workshop that we have set up for trail 13 is the idea of okay we want to go a little bit further than that okay we want to camp in the winter we want to know how we should prepare maybe some ideas of what the better gear selection is or really what the best campsite setup is. So the Trail 13 line of workshops is open to everybody and anybody that has an interest in outdoor activities will feature uh, enthusiasts, uh, an expert, um, a place to come in and check out different uh, options as far as where you can, I mean, you know, the outdoor world and the idea of outdoor adventuring is a labyrinth of ways you can go with that. Um, and it's an incredible, uh, avenue to start exploring, but sometimes it's hard to figure out where to start. So the Trail 13 uh, set of workshops is really just, okay, we've got a little bit more ex uh, uh, in-depth view on some ideas, and this is where we can plug those in. And we'll offer um, a live footage of that workshop, um, so you can plug it into it on our Facebook Live, on our social media page, but then we'll also have that video of the workshop posted to our YouTube channel after the fact. Uh, they're free workshops. Um, it's open to all ages, but I think uh, probably 10 to 12 and up is probably gonna be where the interest actually gets to connect with, with what we're talking about. You know, I don't think, you know, some of the other classes, the, the six to, to 10 year olds or eight year olds can still really enjoy the activity and the introduction to it. But the Trail 13 stuff is gonna be a, just a, a little bit of a step up. So it kind of, we want to get people's interest with Outdoor Adventure Series and then the Trail 13 workshops are for those that have a little bit further interest in getting a little bit more adventurous than the actual series. That's awesome. Well, and especially with the weather we've had in the metro this winter so far, <laughs> we sure. maybe need to know a little bit more about how to be safe. Um, in winter weather, um, whether it be camping or not. Some of these snowstorms have just come out of the blue. So it's good stuff to know, even if sure. you're going to be taking, you know, a camping trip on what you think might be a very mild weather weekend, you never really know. Sure. 
Sure. I love that. I love all of these classes really finding ways to uh, connect between parents and kids. Um, that is one thing that I hope will be the silver lining of this pandemic time that we're in right now is really these ways that are simple, like you're saying, um, but they are connection points and we are and can still create memories um, between our kids and our parents and, and family members. So that is just so lovely. Some other classes include hike and brew, which sounds so fun, rip and dip, 3D archery, off-road mountain biking, and so much more. So what, I know it's probably hard since you created all these classes, but do you have a favorite class? Can you pick a favorite child? Is that, is that what that question maybe feels like? Sure. Um, I mean, I'm, I kind of go in, in different phases. I mean, the first years that we started with this, kayaking has always been my first love of doing stuff, but you can't kayak year round. It gets a little bit chilly out on the lake or on the pond. So um, right now I'm, I'm really a big fan of the mountain biking stuff. And that's a big uh, kind of in tow with the whole country. I think everyone's really getting into mountain biking at one point. Uh, in 2020, you couldn't buy a new mountain bike anywhere. They were all sold out. Um, so, but I think my, my favorite one is, is probably hike and brew, um, only because it's, um, it's set on Monday morning specifically just to give people a chance that are able to, obviously a lot of people have limits with work and whatnot, but, um, it introduces people to our trail system at Arcadia Lake. You know, Arcadia is, um, a part of the Evan Parks and Recreation Department. Uh, we offer programming that occurs there, but they have their own office and their own set of staff and whatnot. But our programs here out of recreation um, do feature and try and introduce people to that area. And so the Monday morning hikes are a great way for people to start off their week with uh, one, obviously a healthy choice of getting outside and getting some steps in. Uh, we don't hike a really long way, but uh, usually it's around three to three and a half miles, which is a great start for a lot of people for the week. Um, but it introduces people to the trail system. We have over 20 miles of trails that are out uh, at Arcadia that are currently on the northeast and south side of the lakes. You can find all those maps on our website. But it's really, a lot of people don't realize how close Arcadia is to just even downtown. It's a five minute drive to the first entrance of Arcadia Lake if you're driving down 2nd Street at the right time of day. But um, mainly it's uh, look, this isn't that far and you can get outside of what you think is the norm and it's right close to home and we have an incredible array of, of trails that you can choose to experience. And so the hike and brew uh, set of dates and locations are really just an introduction. You don't have to wait for a hike and brew day to go out with your coffee and your family or friends and experience the exact same thing. But the goal with that program is to inspire people to get outside and know the trails are close to home. So that's that's really why it's my favorites because it's the most simple. Um, I love coffee. Um, I am not a guru. I drink it out of the pot like everybody else does and that's what we show up with. Um, but there are other people in town that are really great at coffee. And so just entered a lot of the outdoor adventure series in general is just a connection of look, this isn't as intimidating as it needs to be. You can go out and go on a hike. It doesn't have to be at Yosemite or at Yellowstone, you know, those beautiful places that we all love seeing on Instagram. Um, it's beautiful in your backyard. It's beautiful right at Arcadia and Hike and Brew is really uh, a way to connect that dot for a lot of people. 
Absolutely. And you talked about even the accessibility of what we have close to us. For those of us that don't live in Edmond, um, Arcadia is a great amenity to have right off of our major highways. Um, for those of us that live, you know, more in the Yukon Mustang area, it's just right across the highway that way. For those of us that live closer to downtown, it's right, you know, close to 235 and all of that. So it's it's really nice to have all of those very accessible, you know, you're not having to pack up a weekend trip to, to do some of these things. It can be an evening, an afternoon, and, you know, that's great. That's really, we're lucky to have that. So thank you. So why is it important to get kids interested in the outdoors and also in art? Um, and maybe why is it important also for adults to prioritize this playtime for themselves as well? Sure, I mean, the outdoors is um, a place that unlocks a whole different side of a person. It uh, unlocks a whole different uh, view of the world. It can slow, it's the one place where you can, I, I feel like you can you can actually slow the world down and experience and be able to reflect on what's um, important for you as an individual. But at the same time, it offers as much adventure as you want. You know, you can decide to bite off more and go on a bigger trip, or you can go on a simple walk on a sidewalk through the park. It doesn't have to be something so incredible, but at the same time, being sure that uh, kids and families know that that resource is always going to be there, but only going to be there if they really protect it and they look out for it. And so um, protecting and looking out for our wild spaces or our parks and our green spaces um, is an integral part of kids' lives growing up um, because I think they'll miss out on that and then regret it later in life. So I think um, offering opportunities or really at least shining the light on what is actually available in your community uh, whether it be here in Edmond or in the Oklahoma City Metro or the Yukon Mustang area, uh, other park and recreation departments are doing the same thing. They want you to know that there is that space to go unplug from your screens, unplug from uh, electronic life, but at the same time, uh, there's just as much adventure and imagination that gets to happen out in, in the outdoors. Uh, when it comes to the art and the craft, uh, and stuff that we do here in enrichment programs, you know, the Outdoor Adventure Series is only one facet of what we do. It's a section of series of programs, but we have like every other, not every other, but most other recreation departments, um, enrichment programs like park art and painting and dance classes and guitar lessons um, and reading clubs and all that stuff. And it's really just a matter of being certain that kids and families have a well-rounded experience in their community. Um, having those opportunities to realize skills they didn't know they had or interests that they didn't know they had. You know, you bring a kid into an art class, uh, you never know what they're going to create, and that's the best part of it. We just provide a framework of, hey, this is what we're going for, but whatever comes out the other side is really the goal of the kid being, or the adult, really, that has a chance to use that side of their mind that they don't on a regular basis um, and be creative and uh, use their imagination, because I think uh, a lot of what goes on at school and what goes on at home or what goes on in front of the television, there is some things that are, uh, you know, feeding their imagination, but they don't have a place to put their hands on it and create what their imagination is telling them. So I think a lot of our classes and really our crafting stuff is, is about that of, hey, use what your imagination has been building up in all areas of your life and just express it here on the table or on the mat or on the canvas. So um, I think nature is a place to 
um, really have a chance to be inspired and have a chance to really get a different side of your creative juices going in the, the crafting and art classes and enrichment stuff is a place to express those. Your passion for all of this is clear and you're making me feel very inspired. I know our listeners are probably feeling the same way. Um, and even just looking through uh, this guide that Edmund Parks just put out, um, the passion, the creativity, it shines through in every single class that's on here. So I encourage everyone to take a look at that. Um, for those of you listening, you can learn more and you can register for these classes by visiting edmundparks.com. You can look for age groups and select the one that makes sense for your family, or you can just kind of browse and see what piques your interest. So like I said, I know my family is going to be doing a lot of these in the coming months. It's hard to find activities now that the weather's getting a little bit colder. And I like how you have a balance of both um, options for participating in person or at home. It makes things so much easier um, in the time period we're in right now. So we really appreciate the effort you've put here into these programs. Um, we appreciate you being here today um, and learning about all of these fun classes that you and your team are offering. Is there anything else you'd like to leave us with today, Jared? Uh, just maybe just the one thought that you, you don't have to be a citizen of Edmond to, to partake in any of our programs or classes or special events. Anybody uh, that wants to make the drive or is close to here is, is more than welcome to take part in our classes. So um, a lot of people will get that confused. That you have to live in Edmond to, to take part in Edmond programs, but that's not the case. Which is so great because like we talked about, it's so easy to, to run right up the highway and participate near Lake Arcadia and then some. So we appreciate that. Thank you for this information. Thanks for joining us today. For all of you listening, join us next time on Raising OKC Kids.